Aloha, and welcome to the 108th episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast, which we're actually filming uh, the day that it is going up because things are a little <laughs> bit, they're a little bit crazy here. Um, I am yeah. your co-host, Kevin Allen, uh, with me as always. Catherine Todd Fox are with Hawaii Magazine, and we're back to just me and you again. <laughs> oh man, back to the old, old times. I know, Grace, I know. Grace's presence has felt, I have felt her, her lack of presence the void. Um, the void absolutely i felt it in many ways um yeah it's been hectic times around here it means i'm down a person <laughs> it's a lot of work uh grace was doing a lot of stuff um but yeah we are still here the have low travel podcast is still kicking it'll never stop um and this is our 108th episode we're going to talk about a couple of things today. Um, kind of first things first, because we are actually recording this on the day that it is going up, which is May 1st. Uh, that is also in Hawaii, uh, Lei Day, which is, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from here and I grew up here, but I don't know too much about May Day, to be honest. Um, aside from, you know, every May Day, the kids at my school, in elementary school, we'd all do a May Day parade. Um, there would be a dance. We'd do like a performance in, in the big field parents would come it was kind of an event but you know aside from that i mean um may day lay day a lot of that stuff is kind of lost to me which is embarrassing to say um but cat you know, you're a you're a fountain of knowledge oh right i'm a, I'm a may day connoisseur that's right um, you know what's interesting so i've known i mean obviously growing up here we know may day is lay day but the original may day had to do with like the labor union, like it's like international labor workers. Yeah, it's oh, like wow, that's way less fun. Related. I know. I don't think anybody that grew up huh. in Hawaii ever celebrated the true meaning of May Day. Well, yeah, which had to do with some kind of like labor union. Yeah, thing. I was definitely when I was dancing to <laughs> "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" yeah. as a twelve-year-old. Uh, the labor <laughs> right. union was definitely not not on my mind. No, sure. I, yeah, I mean. I, I feel like it had to do with like the socialist party. It was like a whole oh. thing, like politically <laughs> driven, whatever. Yeah. Oh. And so we don't celebrate that at all. Um, like, I don't know what the Maypole is, actually. I'm sure our listeners know what a Maypole is. It's like Poland, like you. Yeah. No, you I do that at May Day. Yeah. Is that that maybe that has something to do with like the labor union? Like we're all working together to. I don't know interesting yeah i don't know I don't yeah know. It's, anyway. it's weird here you know but we no. i mean in hawaii we celebrate it in a different in a different way in a different light uh, i mean yeah. we have we have lay day which is not even i mean it's on the same day but i think uh you know it's it's quite a different it's quite a different totally thing. different vibe um right i'm not sure why it started as a late thing but right now what we do in hawaii is we celebrate it's almost like a celebration of like spring and flowers in bloom, and right. it's just like a lot of wine music. Um, you know, people string lay. We have, I mean, lay day's been celebrated. I think the first one was in 1927, and it was really this push to get people to wear lay. And so people in downtown wore lay to work. It was in on May 1st, 1927. And then I think a couple of years later, the um the city decided to sanction it as an official like thing, like it's actually right. lay day. So that was the tradition is that you wore lay on May 1st to school or to work or whatever. And then it sort of grew and grew. And then there became like, we have a lay court. I think it's the 95th yep. year of the lay court that's crowned um, at, at Kapilani Park. They have a big celebration. Um, right. It was postponed COVID, but, you know, they would have um, 
a lay making contest. Yeah. You go and vote and buy lay. And it's a it's there, a whole thing. There's live music. I think Every Mark Yamanaka's playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um there might be a parade. I don't know, but I know for school, like every school, it doesn't matter if you went to a private school or public yeah. school, oh, every yeah. school, you get a day court, you have yeah. like songs. It's usually the same yeah. songs that you sing. And anyway, that's just a big tradition in Hawaii. So it's weird. Yeah. It came from roots, but I yeah, like absolutely. our version. Yeah, me too. I know. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's definitely like a fun community event, yeah, especially for the schools. Um, yeah, that's again, that's all I knew it from. But now kind of, you know, living in Honolulu, I do know that they do like uh, events at the state Capitol building. Um, you know, they do right. yeah live music. They have the lay. There's even like specific mm-hmm. lay that are determined like at the year or for individual years. Like this is the lay of this lay day, um, different types of. Lay. Yeah, it's lay. I think it's like Kohiva, Kohivi, and it's supposed to be like mountain lay. And it's it's supposed to raise awareness about the rapid Ohia death that's sort of right. destroying our uh, trees and our native forest. So it's like, that's the connection this year is mountain lay and don't forget about the Ohia. Absolutely. So, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's an great. interesting, interesting thing. I mean, uh, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, I haven't had to do any of the May Day stuff in a while. So maybe that's why I felt so disconnected from it, you know, not <laughs> being a kid anymore, not being in school, but um, yeah. So, you know, uh, it's today, though, if you're listening to the episode, obviously this episode, if you're a longtime fan, you'll oh. notice that this episode's going up a little bit late, but... um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. My sorry dog. about that. Uh, I'm, no, having no, no. A, I'm having a crisis with my dogs, but um, just so you know, just so our listeners know, I think a lot of people don't know this, when you come to Hawaii, you often get a lay at like a hotel or, or you know, not so much at the airport anymore, but like at a hotel, they might greet you with a lay. And most times it's a dendrobium orchid lay. It's a purple orchid lay. And the vast majority of orchids are not grown in Hawaii, they're grown in Thailand, and we import them, which is sort of interesting. But if you get a plumeria lei, it's like 100% chance that plumeria was grown on Oahu or grown on, in Hawaii because the shelf life for, for plumeria is like a day. So oh, interesting. You actually so it wouldn't, would prefer it wouldn't be able to, yeah, you wouldn't be able to Correct. ship it. So right. if you get a plumeria lay, which I think is oh. a lay that most visitors like anyway, it's like a hundred percent chance it was grown in Hawaii. So that's cool. That, that is anyway. cool. And you know, uh, a fun uh, tidbit about plumeria um, is um, I actually got an email about this. Uh, Clark Little, uh, you know, famed North Shore photographer, his uh, family just opened a uh, plumeria Jim. farm. Um, well, his dad has been growing plumerias forever, but I think Clark just took it over. Yeah, Jim right. was like really famous for his plumeria farm in Haleiwa. Right, yeah. they're doing a they're doing farm tours now or something. I know. So I'm actually going to go check it out on Thursday, so we'll have more to talk oh, about that's that. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what's also? Oh man, my segues. Oh my god, they're so really bad. bad. I have so many know. like scribbled notes. Um, you know what's also yeah. happening? Uh, that was really bad. Uh, Reader's Choice Awards. The uh, have a little, have a little, the Hoi Magazine Reader's Choice Awards. Oh, look at that beautiful book! Uh, so much, so much of my life went into that dressing out about those lists. Oh, future every years, year, future every year, years. It's hard every year. It's hard every year. It's a lot of lists, but you know what? It's I, I do honestly think that our Reader's Choice Awards is probably our our best resource for visitors coming to the islands. Um, you know, uh, hey, Kat, what's uh, what's the best um, what's the best hiking trail on Maui? And you can look in that book and you can find it um, because it is 
it is an encyclopedia. I think we had probably about over a thousand winners uh, as we typically do every year. Uh, and you know, we had some uh, interesting categories, some some kind of uh, some new re- some new things to check out for visitors. Um, and we just kind of want to talk about that a little bit on this episode as well. Um, if you go to our website right now, actually, a lot of our uh, best of blogs are really trending on our website. So that's where we'll actually take some of those lists and and do little write-ups about some of the winners. Um, so we have like best Maui beaches and all these fun different lists. Best Island is is always our biggest list. Kwa'i uh, won again or won this year. I don't. They did they win last year? Kwa'i best island. I don't remember. Oh, I get confused because I know like Hanalei wins best beach. And then I think this right. year it didn't. Right. Or it did Kanaali. not. Gosh, did they win? They, I know for sure Kauai won at least two years ago because we had Kauai on the cover. Right. Now I can't right. remember. I can't That's remember really if it was Kauai or Maui that won okay. last year, but they won this year. And you can uh, read more about that on our website. But, you know, I just wanted to sit down talk about some of the some of the individual winners um i think kind of maybe one of the ones i really want to touch on first uh was the best new restaurant list so we have an all islands uh list um or an all island section where we take the best of all of the islands and have individual lists there and the best new restaurant list i think is kind of interesting because well cat you're um you're always going to be the number one foodie uh, that i know um by the way maui I, won last year oh maui did win last year Interesting. Yeah. Oahu, Oahu never, Oahu doesn't win anymore, man. I mean, home island, but no. it's, it's, it's always in third. Yeah. But sometimes it surprises me that it's third. Me too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, just cause I, I know Maui and Kauai are just sort of what people think about when they think of Hawaii, you know, right. that type of vibe, you know, right. where Oahu is a little more city for, for some yeah. people's taste. Like, looking to get away from the city right, so i right. get it but i always think that you know hawaii island is gonna rise up but it sort of always hovers in the fourth category yeah and you know one day molokai and lanai they're gonna they're gonna yeah, shoot I, up yeah, there that'd be amazing i don't know if that would happen but some of these best new restaurants uh on all islands is papa aina fig and ginger marlo namikaze and margoto cat have you gone to any of these restaurants um have you no i'm not <laughs> but no, these were these were selected by our readers yeah i um i ha- actually it was an interesting uh I, I was it was interesting what came up i'm not surprised that papa aina came up just I've, because i've also heard a lot um, about Morgoto. yeah you know i was surprised that that came up only because i feel like a lot of people in Hawaii, like a lot of foodies know about it, but right. it's not some, they don't, you know, you know I mean? They're not like Papa Ina has Leanne Wong as their chef and owner and she's well known. I mean, she's like a celebrity chef essentially, right. but she's done top chef and she's done other, other shows. Um, and, and she Cocoa really Head is Cafe out of the is really popular. Cocoa Head Cafe, they just opened. Yeah. They just opened a Cocoa Head Cafe in Japan. Like last week. I did not week. know that. That's cool. Yeah. So she's, I mean, she's kind of out and about and she does a lot of stuff. So a lot of people do know her and they know her name and she's at the Pioneer Inn, which is like a historical hotel in Maui. So folks that go to Maui a lot might know the Pioneer Inn and she took over that restaurant space. So I'm not surprised with um, Papa Aina and they do really great food there, but like Mm -hmm. Morgoto is sort of a, 
I feel like it's just a lot of people don't know about it. It's it's based on like they're a truffle focused restaurant. I right. don't mean like truffle. I mean like the mushroom type of truffle. Right. Um, yeah. And not everyone is super into truffle. I think that's why um, I so did I hear about it though was just because like you know there's not a lot of truffle focused restaurants in Hawaii. So I think that was kind of like a no. an exciting thing there for a second. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of you know, this is a blend of Japanese and French cuisine, and we don't have a ton of French restaurants here. It's just not um, a category of food that Hawaii is known for. So right. it was interesting that that even came up. Um, and it's expensive. Like, it's not like a... It's very, that's you know, probably like why I haven't ginger, gone. It's, I'm sure it's why you haven't gone. But like <laughs> fig and ginger, for example, which is number two. Um, and that that's, you know, that's a restaurant that started off as a charcuterie like pop up like when charcuterie boxes were huge or like really popular they were one of a, like a handful of local businesses that you could order a charcuterie box right so it had all the meats and cheeses and fig jams and honey and whatever in a box and you'd pick it up um, and then they opened a brick and mortar in Macaulay shopping center and they added like brunch to their menu um and other like they expanded beyond charcuterie and it's mm. super cute and i can see why that is really popular because you know it's like you can go in there and get a quick like you can get a charcuterie board and, and share it um or can have brunch or whatever so i'm not surprised but like margoto is such a right so different hot. thing yeah and right. it's so different and so like niche um, mm. you, um oh. i mean it's cool i'm glad they're on the list because right know, do you have any that you you would have liked to put in there that. Any new best new restaurants you um, went to? No, you know, I the one. I don't know. I mean, I saw your Instagram I, you stories. Know, you've been out there. You've been the out there eating a little blur. bit. Yeah. No, I know, but the I, I get confused about when if things have opened in 2020, 2020, 2021, and twenty twenty. Like it's all COVID. <laughs> yeah. all blur to me. It's all. I it's just one big. Year. Like I thought, pop up. Yeah, the only restaurant, um, oh, and Namikaze is fantastic. It's like they opened um, right at the pier. It used to be Uncle's, um, kind of next to Nico's at the pier in mm. Honolulu. And they opened up initially as like a like an okazu, like a bent. They had like bentos or whatever you could high end, really cool. And they expanded to, you know, lunch and dinner and, and brunch of a fantastic brunch. But um, their food is so unique and so interesting. And I feel like if you come to Hawaii and you want to try, it's a real interesting blend of like local, real local food, but super elevated and different, like just flavors, like from really globally influenced flavors and just stuff I have never eaten. And I, I haven't never had a, a bad dish. The only restaurant I haven't been to is Restaurant Marlowe, mm. which is a pizza restaurant on Maui opened by Chef Jeff Shear. So people might remember him from, oh, what is the name of that, right? The Mill House, which is really popular. It's closed. But um, he's been like working on this, you know, pizza thing for a long time. And um, I've heard such pizza thing about it. Yeah. No, and that's interesting. Yeah, no, I got to I got to get out and eat more. I, I stick too. I stick too close to the the home base for me, the, the zippies and the, the, uh, the small time, you know, 
the small time things. Zippy's on the list. No, Zippy's is. I mean, Zippy's always makes our list in some. I'm sure Zippy's is is in some cheap eats or best local moco. Yeah, number two for best local moco. All islands. Who who won best local moco? Was that Rainbow Rainbow Drive? Rainbow Drive-in. Rainbow. I've never had a local moco from Rainbow Drive-in. Seriously. You know, the one thing about people don't know about Rainbow Drive-In is that, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it must be just sort of like turn in, like they just turn out tons of food because they do like, I don't know, 12 to 1500 plate lunches a day at their one location. But they do make their gravy from scratch. So it's not like a package mix, which a lot of restaurants do. Um, And they're, I mean, as far as I know, their um, hamburger patties are also made by hand. So. Yeah, it's like legit locomoco. But the fact that they make their brown gravy from scratch, right. I think sets it apart from other other That places. elevates yeah. it. Have oh, you had yeah. their locomoco? Like, have I had their locomoco? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, maybe that's a stupid question. Every, every place on this list for best locomoco I've had, Rainbow Zippies, <laughs> Coco Cafe, which is a super like... The, co- like the one at Coco Head Cafe is very good. It's... Yeah, that's the one I've good. had. It's really good. Yeah, that one is good. Um, Hawaiian Style Cafe on Hawaii Island, also excellent. And then Cafe oh, yeah. 100. Grace and I did a whole like real You guys did a whole thing about it. About it. Yeah, right. they have a vegan, uh, not a is vegan, it? well, vegetarian, because if you put an egg on it, then it's not vegan. That's right. Uh, vegetarian locomoco that was actually really good. Grace ate it. Yeah, are they um the ones who say that they're the first to do the locomoco? I mean, it's they definitely popularized it mm. i know yeah. it's a, it been in contention there's a couple places that say they're they are the first of the locomoco variety i'll give it to cafe 100 why not i'm just glad locomocos oh, are a no. thing at the end of the day all right it wasn't them it was the um uh lincoln grill i believe oh. which no longer exists so cafe oh, 100 I think really popularized it but they also offer the most variations of a locomoco mm. anywhere so All if right. you want one with fish or we gotta stop talking about food. I'm getting hungry. We gotta, you don't even eat locomoco. What are you what are you what are you talking? That is you're just spreading well, misinformation. I'm not really David Crawford. You've done criminal activity, <laughs> then you will eat a locomoco. Otherwise, I mean that is no. honestly when I when I primarily eat locomocos, you're not wrong. But yeah, I, I mean that's that's almost every night. No, oh, I'd, be, great. I'd be a big boy. Um, all, continuing down all islands, we were incorrect. Uh, Hanalei Bay did win this year's best beach. Um, below that is Poipu, uh, and then Ka'anapali, and then Waikiki, and then Lanikai Beach. So I will that say that was surprising. That's a little surprising. Waikiki is typically higher. Waikiki and Lanikai being four and five. What's going on, man? Oahu is like it's funny about this list especially the all island categories because like i do take a little bit of like i don't know i'm from oahu i'm like man we should be winning more stuff what's going on but um i will say hanalei bay is a fantastic beach uh that definitely one of the best beaches in hawaii it's a really good surf spot too if you go paddle out past the pier really fun right just bowls up so good over there uh poipu beach i also enjoy poipu beach uh one of the best places to i think see the sunset on Kauai. Um, mm. I, w- I had a very romantic evening with David Croxford there. Uh, we sat on the beach and watched the sunset and held hands while he took photos. <laughs> I oh, miss David. Uh, and then Kaanapali Beach on, on Maui. Kaanapali Beach is huge. That is probably the biggest beach 
or one of the bigger beaches. I mean, just the the coastline from like end to end is gigantic. Um, and mm-hmm. the one thing I do really like about Kaanapali Beach is, um, you know, you're always by, I mean, it's definitely not the most remote experience, but you have all the boardwalk with all the hotels and shops. Like, it's so easy to like, oh, I got to go get some lunch or something. And there's a million places to yeah. get lunch uh, or I got to yeah. use the restroom. You know, it's like, it's a very easy beach to be at, especially if you're like a visitor. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Waikiki and Lanika. I mean, I don't even think we have to talk about those. Um, I'm just surprised. Yeah, they're four and five. I feel like. That's uh that's definitely low for, for them. Well, Let's... considering when you look at like national rankings of beaches, like when Dr. Beach does his whatever, Ronnie <laughs> right. is usually pretty high up there. Yeah, I um, think it Hubble won. Beach has won. Yeah, yeah. Kailua has won, but those are not right. even in our top five. So not even, it was a tough list. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's hard to argue with every beach on the top 10. Like, I mean, <laughs> any of those beaches could be number one, I feel. Right. And I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they're all fan. Again, it's like apples or or it's just they're all fantastic beaches. Um, You ever try to go and use a phrase that you don't think you're actually going to use correctly? I was going to say apple to oranges, but yeah, I I don't know if that's you just got to say it confidently. Any other I have a couple other lists that stand out. Oh, you know what was interesting to me? This gosh dang hotel that we haven't checked out yet, but is the imperial the imperial hawaii won uh three of our hotel categories value boutique and families yeah i know Uh, we haven't even it's on oahu we haven't even been there i haven't even checked it out yet but uh it is this hotel has taken our reader's choice awards by storm like they uh, they in the categories that they win the discrepancy between them and second place is like a thousand votes like it's huge um, really was it that much it was a lot um and also i mean a little bit behind the scenes they didn't actually uh qualify for a couple other categories but they were placing very high in those ones unfortunately um we had to do a little bit of editorializing there because they were not qualified for them but um yeah the imperial I have not stayed there yet. If you if you have stayed there, if you, the listener, have stayed there, please let us know because uh, I always see it winning a lot of our categories. I mean, I was surprised that it won, like, Best Family Hotel. I mean, that is, like, typically Aulani Disney Resort uh, wins that yeah. with a bullet every time. Um, and Boutique, I mean, yeah, it's it's surprising. I haven't stayed there yet, but I've I've definitely heard a lot about it. And it's an interesting location because it's not on – the beach or on Kalakaua, it's like on lures. Right. Which it's not, and it's so it's yeah, it's an interesting location. So it's like it's like a road that runs perpendicular between Kalakaua and Kuhio Avenue, if you're familiar with Waikiki. So it's not on the main road. Right. It's kind of like Waikiki. in the middle. Yeah, it's it's like kind of out, it's out there. I mean, it gets good ratings on like TripAdvisor and Yelp and all that. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I have, I mean, it, it'll it be interesting. The interesting thing, I mean, the, with our Reader's Choice Awards, you know, it is um, it is the readers voting for it. So if the hotel is really, you know, good about self-advertising and saying, hey, please vote for us on, uh, you know, the Reader's Choice Awards, uh, they will win. I mean, we've had restaurants do that as well. I know Kono's, that um, mm-hmm. they've always been good about pushing themselves. Um and ultimately, at the end of the day, it is the Reader's Choice Awards. It's not editors' mm-hmm. picks. It's not us. It's not Hawaii Magazine's Choice Awards. Um, 
So, you know, uh, I always get questions from hotels and businesses asking, oh, how can we be on your list? How can we win? And it really is as simple as getting your the people who come to your business to vote for you on the list. There's a write-in section right there. And the Imperial, the first time that they really started placing on our list, it was all uh, write-in. They did not, they were not on any no pre-made pre ballot uh, or anything like that. So wow, yeah, that's definitely interesting to me. Um, yeah, I guess getting off of Oahu, I mean, I wanted to bring up this uh, Big Island Botanical Garden one because I actually realized that uh, UH Hilo one uh, is in the third place for the best Big Island Botanical Garden, which is, I mean, mm -hmm. I had no idea that they had a fantastic botanical garden at, at the, the university property. But yeah, the UH Hilo Botanical Garden, that's right below uh, the Hawaii Tropical Bio Reserve. And uh, winning the category was the World Botanical Garden, which I have not gone to, but sounds really nice. And then below UH Hilo is the Pine of a Zoo, and then the Umau Mau Experience. Um, but yeah, yeah, I had no the, idea. The Hilo Botanical Gardens, I haven't been, but I it was started by a UH Hilo professor in like the 80s. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, where the story goes that like somebody had asked him, what's a pine tree um and he like decided to plant a pine tree um wow. and that's how the gardens began so i i think um they use it i know they use the garden itself in their botany classes or I, i'm not sure if that's changed at all but um they do use the gardens as their as part of their curriculum right. i didn't know it was i mean i would imagine it would be open but yeah they have like yeah, it's um, it's amazing how much they. It's sort of like KCC has a really great cactus yeah. collection on their campus. So it's kind of similar to that in that they grow their their climate would be like tropical, wet tropical rainforest oh, right. type of climate. Um, so they have a lot of palm trees, um, and different like I mean, just they have things that they've imported in, and they also have native plants, but. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, and it's free to go, which is right. cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny that you brought the KCC cactus garden. I feel like that's my favorite, like, fun fact about KCC is like, yeah, if you really like look kind of on the, um, uh, I forget which side, it's kind of the Diamond Head side of the campus. Yeah, yeah, there's like a wonderful cactus garden, and there's so many yeah. different varieties, and they're huge, they're gigantic, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like even people I know who have gone to KCC, like, don't know about this fantastic oh, free man. resource yeah it's great yeah. um we're gonna run it. we're actually man we we spent a lot of time talking cat you <laughs> we can do it as long as you're here oh we can, sure well we first of all be sure to get an issue get a copy of our oh, yeah. choice issue still on newsstands you can also go to our website hoymagazine.com backslash shop and purchase a single issue if you want to do that um yeah and you know look on our, our website the list will be coming out is it out it's already it is out, out. yeah no. so we have it is out um, okay so it's yeah, on our we website too. everything categorized so you can go to uh hoymagazine.com backslash readers dash choice dash 2023 um that link will be in the show notes um so you can go check that out but it's uh very well organized so it's got all islands and then uh, every uh, island has individual categories like food and drink, hotels and resort, outdoor adventures, services, that's like taxis or wedding locations, all that kind of stuff, uh, surf lessons, uh, shopping and activities. So it's all very easily categorized out depending on what island you're going to or what you want to check out. Um, yeah, you can definitely find it all on whatyoumagazine.com. And again, you'll be able to find all of these links on our website. 
Um, yep. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about, Kat? Uh, when it comes uh, to the no. No, no, nothing. I mean, as Kevin mentioned earlier, you know, we do have write-ups. So if you want to get a little, read a little bit more about the winners, you can go to our website, magazine.com. And on the very top, you can click on Meter's Choice. It'll take you to a page that has a bunch of different uh, stories where we give you a little bit more information about all the different winners. Um, we love your feedback. So if you agree, disagree, please email us, media at Hawaii Magazine. You can email Kevin directly. That'll That's also right. be in our show notes. And of course, Follow us, like us, subscribe um, wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, look for us on social media at hawaiimagazine.com. Yeah. And uh, email us about what you guys do for May Day. I'm curious. I wonder if it's oh, different yeah. for different or states. Or send pictures. Like if you make yeah. layer something. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, cool. be cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining us on the 108th episode of the Havalo Havalo Travel Podcast. Uh, we will be back in two weeks uh, as we always are. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Okay, mahalo. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye.